0: BQ Big Decisions The Bloomberg Quinn Podcast that helps you make the right financial choices. The Festival of Lights Perhaps the most auspicious time for Indians. Every Diwali, families across India endeavor to make their homes and businesses spotless clean so they can invite a very special guest into their lives the goddess of wealth goddess lakshmi at the onset let me say from all of us here at bloomberg quint happy diwali we hope that lakshmi blesses your home with wealth and prosperity i'm alex matthew and this is bq big decisions diwali is also the time for endings and new beginnings. The year ends and a new one, full of promise, begins. So, this, I think, is an opportune time to also look at our finances and clean them up so that we begin the new year on the right note. But what does it mean to clean up one's finances and one's portfolio? My guest today will take you through a number of steps that you can follow financial educator and registered investment advisor. Thank you so much for joining me on BQ Big Decisions.
1: Thank you, Alex.
0: Even before we start looking at an investment portfolio and how one can fix problems therein, there are several things that one can do that are relatively easy to fix.
1: Absolutely, Alex. Um, And I think the first thing is to really decide at an overall level whether you want Lakshmi or you want EMIs. (laughs) And that's really up to you to figure out that what's more important to you um, and make up your mind about it. So I think that's really the first thing that you need to decide um, in terms of what you want in your life. Um, In terms of cleaning up, uh, there are a lot of things that you can do Uh, Normally, I find that uh, people don't tend to put their financial documents in one place. Mm. They're like really scattered. Some of them are in physical mode. Some of them are held electronically. Uh, Seldom do I see people having like a spreadsheet where they actually know what they own. Mm. So I think the first thing really, like we do cleanup of our house and, uh, you know, throw all the unwanted stuff out. I think um, the first thing is really to... uh, figure out where your portfolio is and put it down and make like an inventory of all your financial Mm. assets so that you know exactly what you own.
0: I think, you know, now that you mention it, it's not just your investments that you don't know about. A lot of times your official documents are all over the place and you don't even know uh, where they are. So sometime in the future, if you uh, need your property documents, say, for example, or uh, certain other documents that you absolutely require, you need to find out where they are and put them all together.
1: Yeah, and actually, the government has this facility called the Digi Locker. So, mm. it's certainly things like school certificates and stuff like that. You should take advantage of uh, those options. Yeah, that's certainly,
0: a, that's a great place to start.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What else? Um, so, I think it's also important to uh, consolidate accounts. Uh, so, we have, like, for example, bank accounts. You have many credit cards open, Mm. Uh, maybe you have too many investments. Mm. And actually, I don't think a person really needs more than two bank accounts.
0: Okay,
1: I find people have like four to five bank accounts, and it's so difficult to manage them. Yeah. So maybe a good idea to close some of these accounts. Mm. Certainly, as far as credit cards are concerned, it's not a good idea to have cards, which are just there, but you're not using them. Because what it means is that whatever the credit limit is there, it, it's it's pretty much like you're utilizing that credit for yourself. Mm. So it has an impact on your credit score. And maybe that's, and that's why it's not really a very good idea to have too many credit cards, especially if you're really not using them. Right.
0: So I take your point in the, on the bank accounts. It's actually quite interesting. I know somebody who's held an account for 10 years that he doesn't even know whether it's active or not. Uh, But interestingly, he knows exactly what the number of that bank account is, right? Um, So it's a great idea to consolidate. But speaking of, you've talked about credit cards, you've spoken about bank accounts, what can you do with regard to your investments, you mentioned very briefly, that's a good idea to consolidate them as well.
1: Um, So, again, with investments, what happens is that every time somebody wants to invest, they tend to look at something else to invest in. Um, They don't think of reinvesting money in what they already hold. Mm. Um, there are many cases where we see people have like five or six deposits, mm. um, mutual funds. I've seen people these days holding 10, 15 schemes, mm. which, you know, is really, really not required.
0: What What is the thumb rule here? I, I mean, what's the maximum that an individual should hold?
1: I think an individual can be good with five schemes. Okay. I don't think that more than five to six equity funds are really required.
0: Because essentially, you're then buying the entire market. I mean, depending on what funds you're buying, of course, if you're buying a mid cap, small cap, and a large cap, you're essentially buying the whole range.
1: Yeah. And, you know, surprisingly, I'll tell you, I've seen either people have it uh, spread out between the various uh, market Mm. caps. Or I find that there's a huge amount of concentration yeah. towards one particular uh, type of fund. So mm. in the recent past, I've seen that there are people who will hold like five to six mid cap funds. Mm. So which means that you're also having a huge concentration risk on the portfolio mm. as well.
0: Yeah, now, fair enough. And and in fact, the expense ratio then multiplies how much have you're paying a large amount of money to the people who are managing those funds, aren't you?
1: Actually, that's a great point. You've caught up about costs more than anything Mm. else because um, normally uh, people don't tend to also review the cost of their portfolio Mm. uh, when it is being deducted from their investment. So I think it's also a good time to do that review to see what are the sort of costs that you're paying, and there's so much of focus on uh, costs on mutual funds, but people tend to forget the costs that they pay on various other investments. Okay. Um. So, and the other thing on uh, investments cleanup, hmm. um, given the whole. Um, uh, given what we've seen over the last one year in terms of the credit crisis Mm. and uh, in terms of certain bank failures that has happened, Mm. I think it's really important for you to also re-evaluate your fixed deposits. Mm. Um, If you are in company deposits or if you've invested in NCDs Mm. and if there is some sort of exit option, I would really say exit because most of the times people who choose such instruments like NCDs or company deposits Mm. get into it because of the higher interest rate offered yeah so i think in today's environment it's better to just be out of it and um, be probably in debt funds rather than concentrating your money in these instruments
0: mm, it depends of course i, I mean you're talking about um, some of these companies uh, large financial uh, organizations that are offering uh, these deposits that are uh, doing very well for themselves are uh, rated of course at the highest level of rating so I would think that it's a good idea to look at that yeah. as well. Yes. Uh, but I, I take your point. It's 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 not uh, the best uh, circumstance that we're in in terms of the health of the financial sector. So do bear in mind where you're holding your deposits. Is there anything else with regard to your investments?
1: Um, Yes, you need to check whether you have the emergency cash, Uh because that's one thing I find people just don't have. So when they have a contingency, they really don't know where to pull money out from. Um, So I think that's really important for them to also um, build up an emergency corpus Mm. that they can use at time of uh, contingencies. And I think the final thing is to really see what is the liquidity in your portfolio. Mm. Again, um, you know, we tend people tend to just invest and lock in their money, Mm. Uh, but they don't look at what is the liquidity factor, for example. I have seen people who have a lot of money in real estate. Mm. But we all know that when you want to liquidate real estate, it's it's so difficult, right? So have a broad check as to tomorrow if I need money, where will I get that money from? Mm. And um, these are a couple of things that you can do to really uh, do a quick review of your
0: investments. Another thing that a lot of people do is to put money in ELSS or equity-linked savings schemes, not realizing that every installment and they do sips have noticed into these uh, schemes and they don't notice that every uh, in installment is is stuck for three years yes then. yes so so a good idea is to to find out uh, whether you have those running and whether you want to continue them or not yeah but you know so uh, there's also of course the aspect of insurance and it's a great time to look at that
1: oh my god seriously i mean i have just met someone who had hold your breath 60 insurance policies what yes
0: is that even humanly possible
1: yes i was i asked the person the same question that how are you maintaining the policy documents so forget the
0: policy documents <laughs> how is he paying that money
1: <laughs> so what they have done is that they have the money has been broken up we know why but essentially this person has accumulated so many policies through the years and i think it's so important to first of all again you only need the term cover you mm. don't need any Of uh, the investment linked insurance policies, Mm. and you certainly don't need to be in a situation where you're holding even five policies, forget Mm. 20 or 60. Yeah, um, so that's really important for you to uh, go and check what are the policies that you can give up. Yeah, um, for that, uh, you'll have to get an account statement uh, Mm. from the insurance company, look at the surrender value, and then decide what you want to do. Fair enough. Um, another important thing is to Do a check on the medical cover that you have Mm -hmm. because I do uh, find that people tend to just rely on the medical cover which is given uh, by their uh, employer in case of their salary. And it's very low. I mean, typically a three to five lakh cover is actually a very low cover these Mm. days, Um, especially if you're supporting uh, dependent parents. It's a very, very low cover. So it's a good idea to just go go back and check uh, what your medical cover is. If there is a top-up available from the employer, do take that. It's much cheaper. Yeah. And also, if there's parental cover available, and then check if you need to take more cover outside.
0: You know, interestingly, these are all in individually aspects that we've covered over the course of the last few weeks many weeks, in fact, on BQ big decisions, they're all good things to do. But I think Diwali is when it's a good idea to make a new start, you know, it's a good, it's like the new year. So you, know, yes. you, can, you can make a new year resolution, you can buy yourself something, yeah. uh, something good. Uh, but you know, if you're also lucky around Diwali, you get a Diwali bonus, and you can actually put that to good use as well.
1: Yeah, even if it's not a bonus, like many times, like family, the elders might give you um, some chunk of money. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good time to utilize that to basically try to pay off uh, some loans. Mm. Of course, I'm not saying don't spend. Yes, yeah. you should spend some of that money on yourself. Um, of co- It's after all Diwali. But uh, you should also look at paying off uh, some of those loans. Uh, it's only going to help your credit scores.
0: Especially the ones that are the small ones. If you know, I, personal loans, uh, car loans. I would think, you know, your small EMIs. Uh, get rid of those, is what Especially you're saying.
1: Especially the unsecured ones, because yeah. that's affecting your credit score.
0: Fair enough. All right. So, I, and I know, you know, Mrin, you touched about on this. I know that people don't like to think too much about the money that they're spending this season, and that's perfectly fine. But your point is if you're going out and splurging and gifting yourself things, you can also gift yourself a financial plan. That's essentially what you're saying, right?
1: Yeah. I don't know how many people will think about it though. But yes, Um, I think less than 10% of investors in India Hmm. actually run or actually draw up a financial plan for Hmm. themselves. And you know, this term financial planning is used In so many different ways. It's just like how sales and marketing is used Mm. interchangeably. I see people using this term financial planning all the time. Yeah. But um, they seldom actually plan for their financial goals. Yeah. So a lot of people think just investing money is financial planning, which is what it's not. Yeah. Um, So, yes, I think uh, one of the things that you can certainly gift yourself. Is um, uh, a financial plan, and for that you can hire a fee-only financial planner mm. to draw up a plan for you. It's going to be a little expensive. Um, it it costs you anywhere between fifteen to fifty thousand, really, depending upon the experience of the planner. Mm. But I think that it's it's a it's a great investment and expenditure to do.
0: Okay. Okay, fair enough. Uh, It's also a time for family, Diwali is. And I think it's also a good idea to sit down with your family when you're and and you do that. I I know of a lot of friends who sit down with their families and decide the big purchases that they want to make in that season. And while you're sitting down with your family, if you're sitting down with your spouse, for example, you can also, uh, you know, make a lot of larger financial decisions as well. It's a good time to do that.
1: Absolutely. You know, um, one of the things that um, sometimes people forget is that uh, uh, one could be that the goals that you have versus the goals that your partner have might Mm. be different. Mm -hmm. Even the approach to a common goal, like if you have a common goal of wanting to buy a house. The approach could be different, right? Somebody might want to buy a two-bedroom house. Somebody might want to buy a three-bedroom house.
0: Somebody might want to buy it next month, whereas the other person might want to buy it a decade hence.
1: Yeah, or they might want to buy it in a particular locality, Yeah, right? And so it's always a good idea to uh, uh, discuss uh, your finances. Mm. Pretty much, as you said, like how you discuss everything else uh, Mm. around your family. Uh, It's a good idea to also uh, make financial decisions together.
0: All right, I think we've given people a lot to think about and I hope that they give this a little thought at least uh, while they're celebrating Diwali. I wish you and your family a very happy Diwali as well.
1: Thank you, Alex. Nice being here on Bloomberg Quint.
0: All right, to all of you listeners, thank you so much for tuning into this conversation. I hope that it helped you out. As I said at the start, I wish you all a very happy Diwali. Thanks so much for listening. This is Bloomberg Quint. If you enjoyed Big Decisions, check out some other podcasts on the IVM Podcast Network. You can check out Paisa Vaisa hosted by Anupam Gupta, Advertising is Dead hosted by Varun Dugirala, the Ronnie Screwwala podcast hosted by Ronnie Screwwala or Cyrus Says hosted by Cyrus Crocha. These shows are available on the IVM Podcast website, app or wherever you get your podcasts from.
2: Are you constantly seeking happiness? Wondering how to make the most of every day? How not to let Your inhibitions stop you from achieving your goals? It's now time to get your A-game on. It's time to unlock your true potential. Tune in to the empowering series with me, Zarina Punavala, to feel empowered in all genres of life, from behavioral skills to management skills, from health to relationships, from mental well-being to emotional well-being. And of course, your finances. I've got you covered. With these tips and tricks from me, Zarina, and true life stories from my amazing guests, you're bound to bring your purest to the table. Tune in to the empowering series with Zarina Punawala every Thursday on the IVM Podcast app, website, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: This is the amazing story of something awesome. Once Chuck decided to start a podcast, and so he did. The end. Okay, that is a crappy story. But I've got some really cool stories over at my new show, The Origin of Things. On this podcast, I look at the stories of how brands came into being and sometimes evolved out of quite unexpected circumstances. And to make it really fun, I reveal the name of the brand and sometimes a category only at the very end. The show is 5-7 minutes per episode and perfect for trivia junkies and brand nerds, especially those with short attention spans. New episodes out every Wednesday on IVM Podcasts app or website or any podcast app or site that you happen to prefer. End of story, they lived happily ever after.